Welcome to MSP Soundbites, brought to you by Malwarebytes. Join Brian Kane of nerds to go and Brian Thomas of Malwarebytes, and your host Sean Dolly as they look at how to talk honestly with customers about security without creating fear. MSPs have a duty to do risk education about genuine threats customers face and how to control them, but at the same time, help those customers make rational decisions. Learn how to walk that fine line. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to our third podcast of what I call Between Two Brines. Um, we will come up with an official name, but forever it will be known as At My Heart. Um, at this point, this means that we've got at least 13 subscribers. So thank you, mom, and to my employees that I've threatened with their job to uh, hit that subscribe button. So, so far, so good. Um, <laughs> Brian's giving me the thumbs up. He's pretty thrilled about that. Um, last episode, we talked about the upsell, uh, the difficulties that salespeople face. Uh, today, we're going to dive into dodging the fun. We've got, by no surprise, my two Brian's, which uh, by now, hopefully, you know, Brian Thomas and Brian Kane. With that said, BT, good morning. How are you? And why don't you do a quick little intro? Oh, good morning, Sean. I'm not even going to do an intro for you. Your, <laughs> your, your, your thoughts your thoughts this morning just reminded me so much of uh, Arrested Development, where there's, you know, Tobias <laughs> and you're talking about our subscribers and there's Tobias and the, the, the Never Dudes and they're going... There are dozens of us. Dozens. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, I'm really glad to reach those dozens of uh, podcast subscribers, and I hope that that grows into millions over the next few years, and we can, we can all hang up our spurs and do this full time, right, Brian Kane? I love it. I think that's the idea. Yeah. So anyway, no, Brian Thomas, VP of Worldwide MSP and Channel Programs here at Malwarebytes. Absolutely love MSPs and what we're doing here, and. So, so thrilled and privileged to be, have Sean be the MC, literally between <laughs> two Brian's. Oh, Brian Kane, Brian Kane, over to you. Yeah, uh, Brian Kane, Senior Director at nerds to go uh, We are a nationwide uh, MSP. We've got uh, about 40 locations across the U.S. right now, going strong and continuing to grow. Uh, yeah, MSP is the name of the game. Uh, this, is, this is where we're going, and uh, I'm really excited to be here between Sean and Brian, and uh, we're going to have some fun this morning. We are. No, thank you both very much. And for those uh, who don't know who I am, I'm Sean Dolly. I'm your MC. I'm also the global director of our MSP channel development organization at Malwarebytes. Though after episode three, I might be pushing for the title of CLO, uh, Chief Laughter Officer. So I will be on the board soon. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, <laughs> in today's uh, episode, again, talking about FUD and uh, changing the thought process of how salespeople think and operate. BT, I'm going to go to you first. Um, what are the big sales landmines uh, that sales reps need to avoid, especially when talking about risk? I, I think the, the biggest landmines today um, really are, are ambulance chasing, right? And, and getting out there, especially on social media, um, with things that are very FUD, right? Fear, uncertainty, and doubt related um, that are literally just chasing the news cycle. I think those in many, many, many ways, especially these days with what's going on in the world, they're cringeworthy, honestly. I view them as completely cringeworthy because you're, you're, you're somewhat taking advantage of a situation in order to propel your brand forward, right? And whatever flavor that looks like, it's not to say that it's it's the worst sales tactic in the world, but I think that we could all agree that there are much better sales tactics to use outside of ambulance chasing and, and, and selling on fear in general. No, absolutely. Uh, BK, uh, what about you? 
No, I absolutely agree. I'm 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 not a fan of this strategy. Um, I live in this world every day. We meet with customers whose environments are not up to snuff, not where they need to be. They've just been recently infected, breached, something's happened. And and I see the I see the vendors come out with with blades ready uh, to just go at it. And uh, I really I really think that now we need to take a softer approach, a more caring approach when it comes to uh, these situations and how we deal with risk and how we manage fear. Because um, I do think that there are two sides to this. Um, we need to leverage it to a certain extent, but I think I think the extent there is is where that that softness and where BT has talked about it before that artistry really comes into this. Yeah, the extent the extent is really the important piece, right? It's it's that there's a lot of nuance with how to use it effectively. And I, I believe today, I mean, this is not the early 2000s, right? Today, I mean, I know the statistic. I think it's like 67% of the buying journey is complete, right? Is complete when you get on the phone with the prospect. 67% of it. That's that's a hell of a lot, right? Meaning that meaning that if you put them into a position of where it's I would I would say quote unquote inflammatory, right? Or where you're inciting some type of emotion outside of just saying there's there's something that's very practical. There's something that's data driven that you are at risk for. That's where we start getting into problems, right? Because then you're eliciting something beyond just here are the facts, right? If they've done 67% of their homework previous to even getting on the phone with you, right? I don't think that's where you need to insert anything that's emotional. I think you're doing yourself as a sales professional a real disservice. Absolutely agree. Yeah, no, and uh, BT, you're absolutely right. And then, so I think that transitions well into my second uh, question here. Um, and and you did say it. This isn't the early 2000s, right? I mean, I mean, sales motions have changed. The thought process has changed. Um, and I, I think we're getting a clearer picture on what we really need to do. And when, you know, for years and years, everyone was told you need to be the trusted advisor or you have to use FUD, right? Um, now it's become more of a consulting, uh, Brian Kane uh, from your side. And it's also become more educational, right? So with that said, what is the proper sales approach or conversation that you would have around education and supports um, and not really trying to scare somebody into a product? And Brian Kane, I'll start with you. Absolutely. So, you know, we always, you know, jump into this with some form of assessment, some sort of data gathering, whatever it may be. There's different versions of this. Um, and I think it's a solid split of, you know, you want to be firm on the factual. You want to be firm on the data-driven. If you come into an environment and you have some very pointed data facts that show some very specific risk, you know, I will say something that's changed from, from the early 2000s to now, compliance, all right? Compliance is a major, major factor in purchasing decisions nowadays. So if you can leverage fact and compliance, then that is a situation where I do think using some level of fear and risk uh, is important. Uh, again, you leave the emotion you know, out of it as much as possible. And again, keep it fact and data driven. But then for the soft stuff, I think, I think that's where you really transition into, okay, great. We've covered the bases. We've gone through everything data driven. This is this, this is that. Okay, now our focus is how do we help you take your company to the next level. And we come back to what I always come back to, which is value and solution. No, absolutely. 
BT, what about you? Whoa, so I'm going to go way out there, guys. But hey, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's go, 843 go. Central. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb. I'm going to become vulnerable. And I'm just going to make a, an, an analogy. Are we ready for this? I, I just came up with an ice cream cone, all right? And this ice cream cone, the base or the cone itself, right? That's the assessment piece that, that Brian Kane's mentioning, right? That is the base of everything. It's compliance, it is assessment, and it is it is about forming, right? The sales cycle at the basis of fact and data, right? That's the cone. And of course you need two scoops on the ice cream. The one scoop, you, you can't trust those people. Um, but the, the first scoop has to be the value, right? That has to be the demo, right? That has to be the product itself. Okay. Then after that, and I think many people forget this, but I'd actually say, Brian Kane would most likely agree with, I think some of the best people or best salespeople that he's worked with, we forget about speed. We forget about speed, right? Getting back to the client after the demo or the value has been presented. I, I have one other statistic on this that I did come prepared with. 57% of buyers are influenced in their decision by the seller's speed to respond. That's also a hell of a lot. That's a big percentage, right? Almost 60% are influenced in their decision by the seller's speed to respond. So that's the second scoop, right? So we've done the compliance assessment. Then we've done the first scoop, which is value in the demo. And then we have speed. And then what Brian Kane said is, is perfect. You sprinkle on the FUD. It's that's, those are the sprinkles, right? It's not the scoop. It's not the base. They're just the most nuanced sprinkles you can possibly put on that cone. But that's my analogy. I went way out there, guys, but <laughs> it's end of quarter. Well, I, you know, it is. That second scoop brings up my three favorite words when it comes to selling and presenting solutions, which is sense of urgency. Yep. yep. That, is, that is absolutely critical. It is literally one of my favorite phrases, showing that you have a sense of urgency. And again, the sense of urgency it can't seem like this is my sense of urgency to close this deal right now. The sense of urgency is because of the risk, because of what's going on, here's the value, here's what's going on. I absolutely feel that it is imperative that we help you solve this problem quickly. No, absolutely. And uh, great, great insights there. The, the last question, and I'm gonna hopefully we can keep it fairly short here for time restraints, but um, this is for both of you and we're gonna go to BT first. You know, Clients don't want to be told that what they're currently using in their environment is bad or wrong because uh, it makes them feel like they made a bad decision. So with, with, without insulting somebody's decision in the past, what is the proper thought process to convert them into your product without insulting the other competitor? I think it's just to completely ignore the competitor, honestly. I mean, you don't go in trashing. You don't even go in speaking about it. The reason they're on the phone with you is because obviously there's interest, right? There's interest in something different, so I'd leave it there, right? There's, there's, that's, that's not even a subtle statement that they're making by picking up the phone. They are literally saying that we are looking for an alternative, even if it were just window shopping. We're looking for something because something is wrong. That's up to us as sales professionals to figure that out, right? Subtly, but they are not making a, a subtle statement by just having the action of getting on the phone with you. I think it's more around the lines of showing your product off in the best possible way you can that is tied directly into solution selling, right? Based on the problems you know exist within the account, the best salespeople are the ones that research the account prior to picking up the phone 
or demoing and getting their engineers, of course, equally, equally in line with exactly the parameters within that account um, that we need to be speaking to. Brian, do you agree? I agree with you 110%. Um, the customer, uh, again, I've been on both sides of this for many years. I've been on the buying side. I've been on the selling side. And I will tell you, when they call you up, if they give you their time to have a meeting with them, they know what your product is. They're aware of what your product does to a certain extent. And they are looking. They're looking for options. They're looking for other solutions. So yes, you know, jumping in there to trash the old product doesn't do you any good. This is your moment to shine, to show your value as best you can um, and, and take advantage of it. That's, that's, that's what I would leave it is. This is your time to shine and show your value. I fantastic insights from both of you. Thank you very much. Um, for our listeners, um, I want to say thank you for joining us for all three of our podcasts. Hopefully there's a few more in our future here. Um, if we get to podcast number four, for those who don't know, I am a fan of uh, historical quotes. So I will uh, quote the founding fathers of Cool and the Gang and say, we will celebrate <laughs> and have a good time. Um, so please pass along all of your feedback, thoughts, and topics that you'd like for us to hit. Um, and we will look, you know, try to move along, get some more podcasts and play. But from my seat here between the two Brian's, I want to say thank you. And I wish everyone listening some happy selling. Good luck. <laughs>